0: Okay So uh, let's learn It's from say Mitzvah. So again for those uh, Some new faces So uh, you know Just to remind us How we learned this So again each, each week We're going to go through Another mitzvah From the Rambam Of the Tariq mitzvahs A little bit of halacha Some of the concept behind it And then In machashav and primius Some aspect of Avedis Hashem And practicality We can take from it To learn to become Better people right now Even for mitzvahs That are not you know, as most more obviously relevant. So the mitzvah we're up to right now is um, mitzvah peitess. Okay, we touched upon this last week, but now we're going to sort of hone in and focus in on it. Mitzvah peitess is on page Samach in the, uh, the editions that we have. <clears throat> so what I'm going to do is like this. Before we see it inside, it's a little bit long, so we're not going to see the whole thing anyway, but just a little bit of background uh, before. So I'll tell you outside a little bit what's going on. So it's like this. <clears throat> the mitzvah, mitzvah peitess is the mitzvah of eating carbonas. Of eating carbonus. Again, we've been talking about carbonus the past number of uh, weeks already. And uh, so we know that when a person brings different carbonus, different animals of different types of carbonus, so most carbonus are eaten at the end. There's a part of it that's burnt on the mizbech, but then the majority of the animal is eaten by different people. So that's what we're going to be discussing. So it's like this a little bit of background first. <coughs> carbonus are divided into two categories. Mm-hmm. Kachim are divided into two categories. Yeah. There's something that's called kachim kachim, Holy of Holies, and then there's kachekalim, Lesser degree of holiness, kachikachim versus kachikalim, chatos uh, and an ashram, for example, sin offerings. That's in the classification of kachikachim, shlomim, uh, carbon taida. Those in the classification of kachimkalim. What are some differences between kachikachim and kachimkalim? So one difference, for example, is where the uh, the shechita has to take place. Kachi kachikachim, holy of holies, that has to be done in the northern part of the based the English, northern part of the courtyard, the azara. Okay, kachim Kalim. anywhere in the courtyard, that's it. Uh, and for our purposes, another major difference is what we're going to be discussing now for a few minutes, is who eats the carbon. If you're dealing with a carbon that's kachim again, a chatas and an rosham, then again, after you uh, go through the process, you, you process the carbon with the blood, and the fats and the innards, the remainder of the carbon is eaten only by mel kahanim. By mel kahanim, Mel kahanim, that's for kachim, kachim. Kachikalim, let's say a Shlamim or a and so on—that's eaten by by kahanim. But also, it's eaten by the owner of the animal as well. Even if he's a Yisrael or a levy, he also eats from the carbon. That's kachikalim. Uh, another difference in terms of the eating of these karbanas is that if it's kachikachim, again, it's only eaten by male kahanim, and it's only eaten in Nazar, in the Beis Hamikdash. When, de- when you deal with kachikalim, right, lower degree of holiness. Again, it's eaten by kahanim and the owner anywhere in Yerushalayim. That's the, basic, that's the basic halacha, the difference between kachik and kachim kalam. So in other words, when it comes to eating karbonus, we have sort of these uh, three different categories. You have kahanim eating kachik you have kahanim eating kachim kalam, and owners and, and Yisraelim eating kachim kalam, right? So the Ram over here is discussing, again, within Tariq mitzvahs, what is the mitzvah of eating a karbon, and which eating of all these different types is officially the mitzvah. So again, before we see anything inside, just again more background. There's a Pusik and Parshas Statsav again, you don't have this in front of you, but what about Huh? this is Kachika kach, kachi Is that that's eaten? The, eaten only by the Khan, by Melkahan. In the in it's Kachikashan, so it's Melkahan in, in the in the Azar. In the Azar. Uh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in other words, the Within usual lime, everyone has to you, you certainly have to be tar as well. There's other you know, issues going on, but, uh, but you know, that issue is not a problem. All right, so in Parsha's Tzavah, the Pasuk over here is talking about you know, the whole process of dedicating the mishkan and, you know, all details, all the different sacrifices that uh, were brought for that. And so then after, you know, discussing all the details of how the mishkan was set up, there's a Pasuk that sort of is a, 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 broad, a broad statement. The Pasuk says as follows, after describing all the different karbanas, asha kupar that the people... Through whom atonement comes, in other words, Kahanim, the people through whom atonement comes should eat them. Should eat them. Okay? So, this is a general statement regarding all Karbanas that Kahanim should eat Karbanas. So, as we're going to see, that on, the, on the simple surface level of the Pasuk, the pshat level of the Pasuk, the Pasuk is talking about, again, a general <laughs> statement regarding all Kachem, whether it be Kachem Kachem, Kachem Kalam, that Kahanim have a mitzvah to eat Karbanas. Okay, that's the simple pshat. Now Chazal come and they dig deeper in that Pasuk and they say that, again, the words are that, that those that bring atonement, that atonement happens through them, should eat the karbanas, right? Again, kahanim should eat karbanas. The Chazal dig deeper and they say that that Pasuk is in, in particular is actually a reference to kache to kache kachim. Why? Because the Gemara says a principle that when the Kahanim eat kachikachim, again a chatas and ush, for example, when kahanim eat kachikachim, then bailim niskaprim. It actually is part of the kapara process. The atonement that the carbon brings is not only by the blood and so on, it's actually also by the eating of the kahanim. So chazal al-Pidrush, read the pasik as follows, that kahanim should eat karbanis, that they bring an atonement through their eating. So again, just to ba- basically break it down, this pasik, there's two levels to the Pesach. On the simple reading of the pasik, it's just a general statement for all karbanas. kachikachim, kachim kalam, that kahanim should eat karbanas. Deeper, Chazal interpret the pasik more specific, that it's telling this idea that when kahanim eat kachikachim, katshem, a and an for example, the kapar is actually finalized through their eating. For lo'aysam asher kubar that the kapar comes through, the, through their eating. So the Rambam, as we're going to see in a moment, is trying to juggle sort of these two levels of interpretation. So what the Ramam does is, is, is as follows. He says that what the Pasek is, is the following idea. The mitzvah that's contained in this Pasek is... There, there's, there's, the Ramam says the following, that the mitzvah is on kahanim to eat karbanas, whether it be kache kachim kache kachi. That's the mitzvah. However, that, and therefore that, that fits with sort of the pshat level of the pasach, that people that bring atonement, kahanim, should eat karbanis Again, all karbanis kachim, katshi, kachim kalam. But then the Rambam says a chidesh. He says that since Chazal come and sort of give that deeper, more specific interpretation of ochlays ma'shekub, referring to kachim katshi, kachim, the Rambam comes up with a novel idea, which is that there is a concept with mitzvahs that there is the iker mitzvah and then there is, uh, you know, subsidiaries or like, you know, uh, 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 you know, aspects which are subsumed in that mitzvah. There's the mitzvah, and then there's sort of the umbrella mitzvah. So, this is what the Ram is, is, is going to say in a moment that the Iker mitzvah, that this mitzvah in general is, is Kahanim eating kachim, Kachem kachim, Kachem Kachem But within that mitzvah, the Iker mitzvah, the real, the Spitzkim, I guess you can say, like the real situation where the Iker mitzvah is, 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 is fully expressed is specific when Kahanim are eating Kachem Okay? So that's the, at the end of the day, that's what we're going to see in the court, the Ramam that the Rambam holds, there's a, this is the mitzvah of what? Of kahanim eating kodshim. Again, if you want to give the mitzvah very, very, you know, mahadram min a mahadram, it's kahanim eating kodshim kodshim. But, but the mitzvah is kahanim eating karbonus. And there is no mitzvah for the owners to eat kodshim They're allowed to, but it's not a mitzvah. The mitzvah is for kahanim to eat karbonus. Again, whether it be kodshim then it's like mahadram and or kodshim kodshim Serious. Not a use of sir. No, it's nothing. It's completely. Uh, it's just you're, they're allowed to. They're just allowed to. Okay. Now let's see inside a little bit of this, and uh, you'll see clearly if you know what the realm is coming from. So, uh, not real. I mean, yeah, yes, may, maybe <laughs> it's a little bit. Count. Me, we'll get. We'll get. Maybe if, if you remind me towards the end, maybe we'll talk about that. That's, That's a, It is. It is a It is a, valid, it is a good point. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. Mitzvah Pei says the Rambam, the 89th uh, mitzvah is, mm-hmm. Shetziva Kahanim Lechel Basar Kotsham. Shetziva kehanim Lechel Basar Kotsham. The Kahanim are commanded to eat Kotsham, to eat Karbonus. Koloimar, says the Rambam. And now, you want to know when what specifically what type of karbonis is the Iker mitzvah. Koloimar ha-chatas ve-osham, sheim Kotshe Ha-Kotsham. Chatas and asham which are Kotshe this is all coming from the pasuk that you should that the that the ones that bring the atonement should eat karbanas. The Sifra and the Medrash explains "Minayin shachilas <laughs> kodeshim Kaparli How do I know that by kahanim eating the karbanis it actually brings the atonement for the Jewish people? Again, specifically to kachikodeshim. Tamulaimar, Faata nasam lachem lasays es avoina ha'eda lachaper aleichem. That. Hashem says, I've given you Karbonis in order that you should bring a kapara to the Jewish people. ha and Chazal interpret that to mean kahan ha the and the owner has a kapara. Okay, and then the Ram goes on. Uh, we'll just, again, just a, a few more lines. It was mitzvah zu. The, the details of this mitzvah are, this this eating, which is the mitzvah, there's a certain time parameter you have, let's say for kachi for kachim, you have a day and a night, until midnight, and then you can no longer eat the chatas or the asham, and so on and so forth. Uh, the Ram continues, um, yeah, let's, let's go a little bit. I just want to skip a couple of lines. You see, uh, maybe like halfway down, the first one line is Chatzais. Okay? Yeah. So the Ram just, again, he first focuses on Kachi Kachem, and then he talks about kachim Kalim. He says, va'afal pishim Kachem Kalim. Okay. Even now, even when you're dealing with kachim kalam, for example, v'techal na hanoshim gamkain and let's say women or, or the owner is allowed to eat that the, those carbones of kachim kalam, he achar mitzvah. That's the point. That even kachim kalam is also sort of uh, schlepped along with this mitzvah. So this mitzvah again, that's what I we was saying before. This mitzvah is general, which is the eating all carbones, both kachikachim and kachim kalam. The ikur is kachikachim, but all carbonus is sort of part of this mitzvah. Okay, I can't what? Eating of eating kutsh, of eating kutsh. Yeah. And that's what there's a special bracha that they would actually make before they uh, before they would uh, eat karbanis. So that's what they uh, that was the no that, that it was used. Another, no, use no, no, I'm saying oh, kahana, oh. kahana. According to the Ram. To the okay. Now, let's go a little bit a little bit deeper into this idea of this being a mitzvah of eating of eating karbanis, and we'll see some uh very interesting things that come out of it. So you take a look at the marmachymas that you have. So, in Marmokka number one, this is a Rambam in, uh, in, in, the, in the Shoshim. Uh, as an introduction to the Sefer mitzvah, as we know, the Rambam sort of laid out uh, you know, 14, I think, principles of how you know whether something is a mitzvah within 613 or not. So, the Rambam in his 12th principle says the following concept, which is, it's very simple. The Rambam writes that anything that's considered a detail off of a bigger parsha, off of a bigger mitzvah, is not going to be counted as a mitzvah by itself. Um uh, There's a mitzvah of shekal veneserik, but we don't count hadasim as a mitzvah and aravus as a mitzvah and an eserik as its own mitzvah. And look, we'll, there's one parsha that's called shekal veneserik. What are the details of that mitzvah? Okay, there's hadasim and there's aravus and and uh, how tall does the hadasim aravus have to be and uh, how you have to hold it. There, are, there are, These are all details of the mitzvah. But the the the, the, the Ramam establishes in principle twelve, which makes sense that when you're talking about six thirteen, the six thirteen have to be general. They have to be general. Specifics are not going to be counted. The details of a general mitzvah are not going to be counted as their own independent mitzvah. Does that make sense? Okay. okay. Let's see inside how the Rambam talks about this. And this is also true, by the way, the Rambam gives examples of this but with karbonas. For example, let's say we've had previously mitzvah, the mitzvah of, let's say, bringing a, a, a carbon oil. So there's a lot of steps in bringing a carbon oil. You have to do a shchita, and you have to do zirika, a zrika, type of zrika. you have to do that. There's a million details. But those details are not counted as individual mitzvahs. There's a mitzvah that's called cool, bringing carbon oil. What does it mean to bring a carbon oil? Okay, then there's a million details. But The details are not counted as independent mitzvahs. That's the that's wrong. So let's see inside. The Raman says like this: Ve'ain roi limnois kol hamalacha mitzvah. It's inappropriate to count every single piece of a, a general of of a, of a of a mitzvah as a mitzvah by itself. You know, the pratim the are not going to be counted. Only klolim, only bigger bigger uh, general things. So it says the Raman, However, so how do you, it says the Rambam like this? But how do I know whether something is a detail, or I know something, or, or something general? How do I know? So it says the Rambam like this: when you're dealing, let's say, with karbanas, right? So Raman says the following idea. The idea is as follows: if you if there's a Pasik that tells you to do something, and what it tells you to do is true across the board then that tells you that's a general mitzvah. That's a general mitzvah. If the Torah is telling you to do something and what it's telling you to do is specific to this particular carbon, this particular scenario, then that's a detail. Because that's what the Ram is trying to figure out right now. How do I know whether when the Torah tells me to do something, is that a detail of something bigger? Or is that a big, or is that a big idea by itself? Well, it says the, Raman, the, the the parameter is going to be like as follows. When the Torah tells me to do X, is this command of X, something that's across the board by all Karbanos. If, if that's across the board by all Karbanos, then that's a general idea by Karbanos, and you could count it as its own independent mitzvah. But if, it's, if X is something that's specific to a Karban Chattas, or specific to a Karban Shlomim, then that's just a detail of Chattas and a detail of Shlomim. What's an example of this? So, again, for example, the Torah says that when you're bringing a... Um, I don't know. When you're bringing a shlamim, you have to take a certain part of the animal and touch it to the corner of the mizbeach. So is that a mitzvah by itself? Well, the answer is no, because that's a specific halacha to shlamim. We don't find that detail most with a khatas or tzernoyle. Most of the process is, is, is common to everyone, like the shkita, the zirikas. So if you had a pasuk that says it in a very broad sense, then maybe it would be counted. These are the two things that you need. You need a pasuk that is said in a neutral way, and, the, and what it's saying has to be across the board definitively in the to say that there are different parts of the mitzvah. There so I will hey, give you an example the, the Rambam will give you an example of this. There's a pusuk that says uh uh that you have to salt carbons. So is that a detail of every single carbon or is that a general rule with kashrut? Is it counted as its own mitzvah or not? Well, says the Rambam again let, let's think about this for a second. The Torah says a broad statement. Salt all sacrifices and that halacha of salting sacrifices is true across the board. Well, says the Rambam. Therefore, that's a general. That's a general. Uh, that's a general concept, and that'll be counted by itself. So these are the things that you need. If you, if, if the Torah gives a tziva, it gives a command that is, that is, it's all inclusive by nature. Then that's an all. Then that's an all inclusive idea, and that'll be counted as a mitzvah. So let's see on the Rambam inside. So he says like this. Uh, again, it's, not, it's improper, it says around I know this is like detail, but you'll see where I'm coming from It's not right to count details as mitzvahs by themselves Unless you're dealing with a mitzvah which is all-inclusive Which includes within it, in that broad statement, all karbanas And it's not a mitzvah that's specific to one type of carbon alone such a such a statement, which is so broad in its scope, that's something that can be counted. That, that's looked at as a cloud, It's looked at as a collective idea as, as a mitzvah. Because then it's not a detail. It's a it's a broad it's a broad idea. So for example, give us an example. His The pasuk says, "Don't bring blemished animals as a as a as a sacrifice." So is that a specific mm-hmm. halacha from chatas and ashram? And Shlomim and ta'ida, says no, 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 that's a broad statement. It applies to all karbanis. That's a broad mitzvah. That's a general mitzvah that can be counted. Or umitzvah um se shiyimlach kol Karban. or the mitzvah to salt a Karban. Again, is that, uh, you, is that seen as a detail of every single Karban? No. It's said in a broad way. It applies to all karbanis, It's a broad mitzvah. And then finally, umitzvah um se lechol ma and so too the mitzvah of eating Karbanas. Eating Karbanas also. The Torah says. And that's true across the board. No. That's not. So that's not seen as a detail of karbanis. That's a general mitzvah. So again, that's what the Ram is saying. Okay, so far, that makes sense. Right, exactly, exactly. Because it's specific just for that. Exactly. Okay, so fine. So what the Ram is telling us, what we see clearly, again, it's, 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 it's obvious, that the Ram is understanding that the mitzvah of eating Karbanas is by its very nature general. That, that's why it's counted as a mitzvah if it was seen as a specific detail coming from Chakas, a specific detail coming from Eulah, coming from Shlomim, coming from this, coming from that, then it wouldn't be counted as its independent mitzvah. It has to be general by nature to be counted as its independent mitzvah. And that's the Rambam's, the Rambam holds it is. Even though it's not all whole because the Eulah are your Right, there are, there are Kambam's which are not edible, but Kambam's which are edible, kahanim eat. That's enough. Here's like this. If you take a look at Maramokka number two, however, the Ramban disagrees with the Rambam. He agrees in concept that we just said that general mitzvahs should be counted and specific mitzvahs should not. But in this case, is eating karbanis general or specific? The Ramban disagrees with the Rambam and holds it's specific by nature. It's not general. So it says the Ramban like this. The Ramban says, <laughs> eating karbanis." is not seen as a general mitzvah, that just is a broad you know, statement in scope, uh, like like salting carbonus or not bringing, uh, bringing blemished animals or so on. It's a detail coming from each individual carbon. Shetsiva <laughs> Bahami that each carbon comes with details, who should eat it, ulamiyu, and who should own it. The Kapparasum tulybaza And the atonement of the carbon depends on that. So says the Ramban, eating carbonus is not general, it's specific. Let's understand. What's the? Wh- why does he say this? What's the? What's the issue over here? So let, let, let's think about this for a second. Let's think about this for a second. When it comes to carbonus, so we we all have different types of carbonus. You have a chata, you have an oila, you have a shlamim, kachim. All these different variants, all these different categories of carbonus. But the way to think about carbonus is the following: you have to think of carbonus as all having the same basic foundation of carbon, and that basic foundation runs across the board. On top of that basic foundation, now you have specific types of uh, of holiness and kedushas that are built on top of that. So a khatas, let's think about this for compare, let's say a khatas and a shlomen. There's a big difference between a khatas and ishlam. The nature of the of those karbanis are very different. One is called the khatas, one's called the shlamim. But underneath the surface, there is a tzarashava. There is a basic basic foundation that that that, that the that the is being built on and the oil is being built on, which is just khodsha give an example. Like think about it in brachas, right? Let's say you're having, uh, uh, you know, you're drinking a cup of water. What brach is a cup of water? Shahakal, yeah? What brach is a piece of bread? Hamaitzi. Let's say you make a shahakal on a piece of bread. Your yaitzeh? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows, right? Shahakal works. Why? The way to think of it is because everything beneath this, the foundation of everything is shahakal. On top of shahakal, okay, this is now specific, hamaitzi, this is mezzainous, but it, the, the foundation is shahakal. And that's why if you make a shahakal, your yaitzeh. Same thing it is with kodesh. There's a sort of basic foundation of all karbanis, which is karban. On top of that, okay, there's khatas, there's Ashim, and so on. So now let's think about this for a second. When you're dealing, let, let, let's 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 th- this this concept that the rambam established, which is that you have in order to count it as a mitzvah, it has to be a claw as opposed to a detail. We have to think the, the way the ramban is thinking about it is the following way. Where is this mitzvah coming from? This mitzvah of salting carbonus, or whatever the case may be, is it coming from the specific mm-hmm. classification of chattas oil shlamim, or is it coming from the basic foundation of carbon? So, says the Ramban. I agree to the Ramban. Let's see when it comes to salting a mm-hmm. the carbon. There's a mitzvah of salting carbonas. Is that coming because this is a chattas and a chattas needs salting, and this is a shlamim and shlamim needs salting? Says the Ramban, no, no. Says the Rambam, no, I agree with the Rambam. That's a broad statement, and it applies across the board. That's not coming from chatas oila shlam. That's coming from carbon. That's coming from the shahakal. Not the Hamaitzi and the mezayinahs. You understand? It's coming from the shahakal. That's called the mitzvah by itself. Fine. But says the Rambam like this, but when you're talking about eating karbanas, is that coming from the shahakal? Is that coming from the foundation of just all of these things are karbanas? Or is it coming from the specific chatas oila shlamet? Well, says the Ramban like this, Ramban says, I understand that when you look at it just, uh, you know, viscerally and superficially, it's all the same. Every single carbon shares that quality that a kahanam are sitting and eating it. So it's, it looks like it's just a broad stroke, like salting carbonus. carbonis. It's just all the same. All carbonis share this quality. But if you think about it, says the Ramban, it has to not, it's not coming from the shahakal part of the carbon, it's coming from the, the specifics. Why? Because the halach is, as the Ramah himself quoted, that the specific kapara of the carbon depends on the kahanam eating it. So it says like this, if the halach of eating karbanis was coming from the basic foundation that runs throughout all of karbanis, then the halach of eating karbanis should not have an effect on the specific quality of chathas versus oila versus shlam. The guy's bringing a chathas. Why? Let's say he, uh, I don't know, he ate forbidden fat, so he's bringing a chathas. Okay, and you have another guy that uh, went into the Beis Hamikdash impure, so he has to bring an Asham. So, this, the, the, so the, the, the Chattas, this Chattas in particular, not the Shaka part of it, the Chattas part of it is coming to atone for eating forbidden fats, and the Asham part of this carbon, not the shaka, but the Asham part of it, right, is coming to, free, to atone for the fact that he went to the Beis Hamikdash impure, and both of them have what? And if this guy the kind doesn't eat his carbon, it means that there's something missing in his Kapara. And if the, the Khan doesn't eat this carbon, it's something that's in his kapara. Says the ramban, if, it, if 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 the eating of the carbon has an effect, is dependent is connected with the specific outcome of chattas versus asham, then that tells you that although the torah says it in a broad way, but the the, the deep the, the, the depth of the mitzvah is not coming from this broad stroke. All carbones are the same. It's coming from something specific to, that a chattas demands to be eaten, and an asham needs to be eaten, and oil needs to be eaten. Because again, let's, I'll give you an example. Let's say you bring a carbon and you don't salt it. Does it take away from the kapara? The answer is no. Why? Because salting has nothing to do with the, the, the name Khatas or the name asham. Salting had to do with the fact that it's a carbon. Okay, so it's a mitzvah on all carbon. On so it's not a carbon it's not sold. No, no, it's not. Ma'ak. I'm saying it's it's it's, it's, it's not ma'ak. If The point is, it's not. It says the ramban. Here's the nikkud again. I don't know if I'm making myself clear. But the, the ramban is saying as follows: If the halacha is that the eating is that the the, the kapara that the. The effect of this specific type of carbon is interconnected and interwoven with the eating of the carbon. Then that tells you that the eating of the carbon is connect is coming from that specific definition of the carbon, not from the shackle part of it. If it was coming from the shackle, from the foundational part of it, then it wouldn't be interwoven. It wouldn't be the kapara wouldn't be dependent on that. You follow? It would be something that's more neutral. I don't. Am making any sense? Again, the Ramban's point is that if we see that the, the, the specific effect of Khatas Euler, Shlamim, the individualized aspect of the Karbonis, which means the particular atonements, that, partic- that particularity, the Prat, the, 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 the particular nature of each individual carbon is somehow inter- intertwined with the eating, then that tells you the eating is not a Shahakal type of uh, idea. It's, it's a specific idea, it's coming from Chattas and Euler, Shlamim individually. And therefore says the Rambam, I disagree with the Rambam to count this as a mitzvah. It should not be counted as a mitzvah. It's a detail of khatas. It's a detail of ayla. It's a detail of shlamin. It's not like salting a carbon. Or it's not like, you know, don't bring blemished animals. That's, that's general. That's general by exactly, nature. That it's not a mitzvah or it is a mitzvah? It's not. A, it's, it's, it's part of the general, it's part of, uh, of the mitzvah that we already counted, which is khatas, oilah, shlamin. It doesn't have its own particular identity. It's not a separate mitzvah. It's not a separate mitzvah. That's an intuitive. 6.13. 6.13. And making a brachas on it. Oh. Because uh, uh-huh. it doesn't have its own definition. So let, let, let's, let's, let's pull back for a second. What we have right now is a machelikas between the Rambam and the Ramban. How do we view the nature of eating karbonas? Okay? How do we... It's, it's very late. How do you view the nature of eating karbanas? Is, again, what we have... Every, everyone agrees to, this, to the following sort of terms, which is that for it to be counted as a mitzvah, it has to be general by nature. And everyone agrees that if you look at, at sort of the, the, the concept of eating carbonus more superficially, just like the, act, the action, it's general by nature, right? Because every carbon shares the same quality, which is kahanim are sitting and eating it. So there's a certain, the, the, the broadness of this idea of eating carbonus in chitsoinius, superficially, so to speak, is broad by nature. It's not, there's nothing different about how kahanim eat achatas versus how they eat a shlame. There's no difference between how they eat it. So Mimela, it's, it's sort of broader nature. But says the Ramban, no, no, but if you think deep, but if you go deeper behind it, the, the nature of the mitzvah must be coming from the specific qualities of each carbon. And the specific qualities of each carbon, which also uh, bring a particular type of atonement, that particular nature is connected with eating. And the eating of the carbon is, is intertwined with the particular nature of that particular carbon. So, and we have a machlag. It's the Rambam counts it as an independent mitzvah, and the Ramban does not. Where is this coming from? What's the machlag is coming from? So it's like this. This is an idea that I've mentioned many, many times from the Riyah Kaddish. The Rizal says, <clears throat> we know whenever we shine in debate, whenever there's like all these differences in halachas, like, wh- why does the Rambam choose one way and the Ramban choose a different like, wh- Where is this coming from? So it all, it all comes from the neshama. It's all coming from the neshama. Like God's Torah mm-hmm. is, it, it's the Rambam communicating through different souls. That's what it is. And so, we have this idea that the the, the difference between the, 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 the different qualities of neshamis is going to orient the tzaddik or the rishon to look at Torah from a different way. The rizal said the following thing: that if you took at the at the rambam versus the ramban, what's the difference between the two of them? And so the Ria Kaddish says that the root of the Nisham of the Rambam is coming from that that reality that. Perspective—that quality that's called chachma—that's called chachma. Whereas the Ramban is coming from a quality; his of the Ramban, is more in line with a quality that's called bina. Chachma versus bina. What's the difference between chachma and bina? As follows: Chachma is, is oriented towards what you actually experience. What you actually experience. Chazal say, the Mishnah says, Chacham ein of beraishai. A wise person has eyes in his head. Eyes means to see. It means to see something. What are you seeing? That's Chachma. Chachma means, ma, what is in front of me? What do I see? It's more of a, it's more, tr- it's understanding reality from, I'm not going to say the word superficial, but from a more visual perspective. Let's put it that way. From a more visual perspective. That's Chachma. Chacham eena What is Bina? Bina means, maven Dover Meteich Bina means, an, a, 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 a vantage point looking at reality not from what it looks like but, but closing your eyes and thinking about it of, what, of how it works not what, not what you're seeing Mechanic. but the mechanics of it behind. May even double, double, understanding one thing from another one thing from another this is a big sogye. we talked about this very, uh, between Ashkenazim and Svardim this is a big this difference, difference between Chachma and Bina uh, there's a lot to talk about over here but in this, in this particular case let's, let's, let's hone in the Rambam, the Rizal said, is coming from the word of Chachma. Again, Chachma is, what Chacham? It means the Rambam usually, the, when he's trying to decipher something, understand something, he looks at it based on what does it look like? What's the actual experience? What's the physical experience of it? Whereas the Ramban looks at things not from its physical experience, but from its deeper uh, you know, philosophical or, or understanding. What's its, what's its underpinnings? So it's as follows. Both the Rambam and the Ramban look at this scenario, which is I see all all Karbanis being lined up, and Kahanim are eating all Karbanis. So they're looking at this scenario. All Karbanis are eaten by all Kahanim. So, and the question is Is this, is this concept general, or is it specific? No, khat is, 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 this eating, which all looks the same, no, the, the, khat, the guy's eating a Khatis because Khatis needs to be eaten, Oil needs to be eaten, Shlom needs to be eaten. Is it coming from the specifics, or is just broad, stro- broad strokes? Well, here's the difference. The Rambam that sees things from what? From the perspective of Chachma, he judges reality based on how it's experienced. And how is it, in this case, how is it experienced? It's experienced as general. You're salting all karbanas, you're eating all karbanas. Are oh, you getting lumbish with me? Where's it coming from? I don't care where it's coming from. What's the experience? The experience is all carbonus are being salted, all carbonus have, have to be unblemished, all carbonus have to be eaten by kahana. Okay, so that's called a broad mitzvah. That's a broad stroke. The Rambam therefore counts it as an independent mitzvah because it's a broad mitzvah. But the Ramban, who's coming from the world of Bina says, I'm not paying attention to what it, what's the experience. I don't care about the experience. I need to understand where, what this experience is coming from. And when you dig deep, when you close your eyes to the, the, the visceral experience and you think about why this person is eating the carbon? Why is this Cain eating a chatas? Why is he eating a shlamim? Says ramban. Well, if you ask the question of why, your answer is going to be not broad stroke. Your answer is going to be because a chatas needs to be eaten for its particular kapara, and an oilah needs to be eaten for its particular kapara, and a shlamim needs to be eaten for its particular accomplishment, and every chatas with its own particular identity requires its eating. And then, even though at the end of the day, it looks like the same, this guy's eating a chattas, this guy's eating a shlomim, and he's eating it with the same uh, ketchup and mustard, but at the end of the day, why he's eating it and where the eating is coming from and what's it really attached to in terms of bina is very, very different. And so this is the difference between the Rambam and the Ramban. Like, how do you view reality? Do you judge reality based on how you experience it? And that's how the Torah defines things. That would be the Rambam. In which case, again, eating carbonus is broad by nature because uh, I don't see a difference between how a kayan is eating this carbon versus how he's eating that carbon. Or do we say, no, no, no. Don't judge things based on how you experience it. Think about it. I'll give you another example. All right, it's it's, it's getting late. I'm, I'm sorry, but maybe for a couple more minutes. Um, all right, you know, I don't want to... Uh, Okay, fine. One more, one more quick example of this. Fine, okay. Yeah, <laughs> All right, fine. One more quick example. I, this entire discussion has been revolving around kahanim eating karbonus, yeah? That's what's been revolving around. Kahanim eating karbonus. Is it general by nature? Is it, is it coming from a, sort of the shahakal of karbonus? Or is it coming from the mezayimus hamitzi, you know, parpiragofen of karbonus? Or not? So that's. But, there, but we haven't talked about the, if there's a mitzvah of Owners of the of the Yisraelim eating carbonus that they're allowed to eat, the Rambam doesn't count such a mitzvah. There is no mitzvah. in the world of the Rambam. There is no mitzvah on a non kayin eating a carbon. They're allowed to under the right circumstances, but there's no mitzvah. The Ramban disagrees. The Ramban, if you take a look at Marmokan number three, the Ramban has a listing of mitzvahs that he believes the Rambam forgot about. Okay? And in Shechas Esen Aleph, the first mitzvah that he records as something that the Rambam forgot is the following mitzvah. The Rambam says, that we were commanded, there's a general mitzvah on what? On Yisraelim, on non-Kahanim, to eat all the things that they're allowed to eat, whether it be mitzvah sheini, uh, certain karbonus that they're allowed to eat, sort of like this Anything that they're allowed to eat, there's a mitzvah for it. Sh kelly spark there's a posak The posak says in the that you should eat in front of Hashem. Right, we'll see what that means in a moment. you Yisraelim, regular Yisraelim, you should eat my Sir and you should eat the karbonus kachim uh, kalam that you're allowed to that, that's given to you. malira, in order that you should learn to fear Hashem. In other words, what the pasuk is saying to us is the following: mm-hmm. that Yisraelim are able to eat maaser sheni, and Yisraelim are able to eat certain karbanas, and you have to eat that in Yerushalayim. And says the Torah, you know what the Ravushan says? I want you to all to go to Yerushalayim. You'll be in the environment of Yerushalayim. You'll learn the fear of God. You'll learn the fear of Heaven, and over there you'll eat all these things. The Rambam says that's a mitzvah. The Ramban, the Rambam doesn't count this as a mitzvah. What's the debate? So it's like this, same thing. The Rambam looks at this passage and says, this is a mitzvah? Well, I, what, we, this mitzvah is all over the place. The Rambam is saying, eating maishasheni and eating, uh, kuching, uh, and eating a ashramim, uh, it's all over the place. This is not a mitzvah. Mitzvahs have to be unified. To be, give, tell me a passage that's telling me something specific. This is like, it's all over the place. But the, Rambam, the Rambam says, what are you talking about all over the place? This mitzvah is very, very clear. It's telling you, that there's an inion of the Rebbeinah Shalom giving things to Yisraelim to eat in Yerushalayim in order that they should fear Hashem. This is, a, this is another scenario where, like, how do you view this, this case? Are you looking at it viscerally? Are you looking at how the, what's, the, what's the visual experience? Or are you looking at the underpinnings? In other words, you have a scenario. You have one guy eating Meisr Shani in, uh, in, uh, in Meisharim, right? And you have another guy eating kachikalim, right, he's eating a piece of, uh, piece of Shlomim, in, uh, in, in, I don't know, in, in, in Rehov ben George. I don't know. So, are they, is this one mitzvah? Like, what's going on here? Is this a Like, the plus says, like, what, what is this? Well, the Rambam says, this is a completely disjointed. That's not, that's not counted as a mitzvah. This guy's eating Meish Hashemi in, uh, you know, in, in whatever, Meish Arm. This guy's eating Shlomim in, 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 in Rehov ben George. Uh, it's all over the place. That's not a mitzvah. The visceral, the visceral experience is completely all over. That's not going to be a unified mitzvah. But the Ramban says, what are you talking about? I don't care about what it looks like. Yeah, this guy's eating, this, eating an apple here, and this guy's eating meat over there. But why are they eating it? The Torah says, I want you to eat it because I want Yidin to be in Yerushalayim to soak up the air of Yerushalayim to become God-fearing Jews. So in terms of the experience, it's all over the place. But in terms of, why, of what's going on beneath the surface, there's one thing that's happening, which is Yidin are absorbing the airspace of Yerushalayim, and that's what the Baran wants. So is, when the Torah says, eat my susheni and kachim kalim and this and that, in your Yerushalayim. So is that a mitzvah? Like, what, what, how do I have, is this a million details? Or, this, or is this one specific mitzvah the Torah is presenting me with? Again, the Rambam that views things from its experience sees this as all over the place. I, I don't see a mitzvah over here. This is like, uh, this guy's eating a, an apple over here. This guy's eating a, a steak over there. It's, it's all over. That's not a mitzvah. Mitzvahs have to be, have to be uh, you know, they have to be presented in a unified way. Psalm, this is all over the place. But the Ramban says, I understand that it looks like it's all over the place, but it's, in Bina, in Bina, it's not all over the place. Bina, it's coming from somewhere, somewhere much, much deeper. It's, it's, it's what's happening beneath the surface when this guy eats an apple here and this guy eats a steak there. What's happening beneath the surface is one thing, which is they're becoming God-fearing Jews. That's, and that's why it's a mitzvah. So again, this is the basic idea, the difference between the Rambam, just the how the Rambam views things, the Neshama of the Rambam versus the Neshama of the Ramban. This is why, I think I mentioned this once before, is that the way the Jewish people, you know, one of the most fascinating things is that, um, like, the depth behind some of the more cultural things that we do, right? Like, even where gave a share about the dreidel, you know, it's not from Chazal, but it's a cultural thing, the cultural things make sense. So Rambam and Ramban... The only difference between the words is a nun versus a mem, right? So it gets confusing. So historically, it's evolved that we pronounce Rambam and we pronounce Ramban, right? In the Rambam, the emphasis is on the right side of the word, Rambam. And Ramban, the emphasis is on the left side, Ramban. In this this form, we find that chachma versus Bina is oriented right, is always oriented towards chachma, and left is oriented towards Bina. It's always like that. Why is that? It's not for now, but that's always the way it is. The, 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 the right side is oriented to his chachma, the left side is oriented to Abinah. Same thing over here. Therefore, hist- just culturally, it's evolved that when we say Rambam, the, the, the focus is on the right side, Rambam. When we talk about the Ramban, the focus is on the left side, Ramban. Okay. That's basically, at the end of the day, what's going on. Now, um, again, I, I apologize. I don't want to bog you down, but all that is done. We're now finished with that discussion. Now, don't worry. That's, we're not going to duplicate that first. Sec- just mamish for another minute. I want to share with you just an insight I saw last night from the Kamarna Rebbe, specific about this inyan of eating karbanas. Again, we, we until now we've been talking about okay, eating karbonas. is it a mitzvah? Is it not? Like how do you classify chachma versus vina? All that. At the end of the day, l'maisa kahanim eat karbanas. Yes, fine. <laughs> That's the end of the day. Kahanim are supposed to eat karbanas. What is the inyan? What's happening when kahanim eat karbanas? So it's fascinating. If you take a look at um, the Maramaka number four, so this is from the Sefer Oitzar Achaim from the Kamarna Rebbe. And the commander writes the following thing. He says, Let's say, for example, so again, a guy, uh, God forbid, does a sin, and now he has to bring a chata, so an ashram, he has to bring a carbon. So, tzoruch Lassake and So the commander is fascinating. He says, Really, you have to correct two things. When God forbid someone does something that's not 100% according to, in line with uh, what it is, there's two things that, that, that went wrong that needs to be fixed. Aleph, number one. First of all, by doing something wrong, you've increased the strength of the side of impurity in the universe, within yourself and within the universe. So there's an added simcha, so to speak, and shefa to the other side, which you need to now take care of. So that's one issue that you have to do, number one, obeys. Another issue is, You've increased energy to the negative side of yourself, but you've also decreased the energy of the holy side of yourself. And both of these things need to be repaired. You have to fix the increased strength of, to the Yetzirah, and you have to fix the decreased strength to your own Yetzirah. So the kamarna, and both of these inyonim these are being corrected when a person brings the carbon. How so? He says, Harish HaNiskan, the first aspect, which is what? Which is uh, decreasing the strength of the Yetzirah, right? Again, the problem is that you've by doing something more, by a you've increased the energy to the side of impurities. You have to fix that. Harish and iskan, that quality is repaired. they have carbon, by actually bringing the carbon, processing it with blood and, and, and burning it on the mezbech, all that stuff. Ay hachnov, Because when a person brings a carbon, as we know, the Ramban already writes this, that a person had to go through a process of sort of self-introspection. When the animal's being slaughtered, to imagine yourself as if you're being slaughtered, the humility and the... The shiftless hanefesh, the broken heartedness that, that it comes along with bringing a carbon, that is all part of the of, of fixing what, of fixing the aspect of what of the increased strength of the eitzahara. So it needs to be tamed, it needs to be lowered, it needs to be humbled, and that's what's happening when a person brings, processes the animal, the animal carbon. So he says niskan chef shefah b'mokam hamiyas. <laughs> By the, by the carbon itself, the process of the carbon, that's what's uh, fixing what, what went wrong, the increased energy to the negative side, that's being fixed by bringing the carbon. And that's the main thing that you have to worry about. But There's also another aspect, which is, that by doing something wrong, you've decreased the strength of your holiness. So now you've got to increase that. And this is, is accomplished by tzaddikim, by kahanim eating the carbon. When it's, when it's, it's part of a whole tarot here, but when tzaddikim eat, the eating of tzaddikim, Chazal already talked about this, that the eating of tzaddikim is not considered just a stomp to sustain the body. There's, there's an avoyah to it. There's, there's, there's Kadusha that's infused in the eating of the tzaddik. And when the tzaddik eats, there's an influx of Kadusha, just as there's an influx of energy physically to the body, that's reflective of an influx of Kadusha, of energy that's flowing into the world of kadusha And so these are the two sides of every carbon. You, on the one hand, you're decreasing, you're humbling, you're lowering the energy levels of the other side, and that's specific by bringing the carbon and processing the blood and the fats and so on. But then, Mitzat Sheni, you also have to increase the flow and energy to Kedusha. And that's happening by the Kahanim eating the carbon. And so that's what's going on over here. Just in general, when the, when the Kahanim eat karbanis, that's what's happening. And the Khmarno goes on to say that this is not something only for Kahanim eating the basic Megdush, although that's, you know, it, 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 it's an extreme way. But any time a Yid eats, in a holy way. You know, again, it would be chava. If you had breakfast, you would be able to, to you know, uh, do this you know, you know, hands-on experience. You know what I'm saying? But okay, you nope, know, when you go home, you'll, you'll be able to, to practice. That's the you know, ending of eating is this way of like realizing that as you're, as you're, as you're bringing energy, passion, as you're bringing energy into your system, to have in mind, to realize, to, to, to understand that a, a Jew is the embodiment; is a microcosm of the of the world of holiness. And by increasing energy into your body, that's what that what's happening. At the same time, is there's an increase of energy into the world of kedusha. And that's what happens when a, when a Jew eats properly. And so that's what Karbanas were about: both decreasing and humbling the side of the, uh, the the other side, and increasing the flow and strength of the side of kedusha. That's the meaning of uh, of eating Karbanas. Okay. Hand, right? to, exactly. So now now you have the opportunity.